Hi, this is Netta. When my husband Chili and I were first married, I had to come to grips with the fact that I used absolute statements an awful lot. Now, the reason I had to come to grips with that is because he was continually pointing out to me how I said them. For instance, you never blah, 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 or you always da, 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 da. Um, those first few months of marriage can be very challenging. And I was constantly saying things that he always or never did or things that I always or never did or never could. Um, that's very rarely true, those absolute statements. <laughs> but one absolute statement that I seem to continue to say to myself, and occasionally it slips out of my mouth as well, is I just don't have it in me anymore regarding all sorts of things. But that seems to be a phrase quite a bit. I just don't have it in me. And anytime that comes to my mind, it's like I just hear the Holy Spirit sort of clear his throat like... <clears throat> Uh, I thought I was in you, right? Because when he is in me, obviously I have the strength that I need. So let's back it up. Acts chapter 2. Now the Holy Spirit had just come on the new church. They had been baptized in the Holy Spirit, filled in a whole different way. Now they're bubbling over, not just filled to the top. They are bubbling over with the Holy Spirit, with abilities and knowledge and understanding and boldness and courage that they've never had before. But now the Holy Spirit is in them. So they've got it in them. I love when uh, they're being accused of being drunk at nine in the morning, right? And Peter stands up and he addresses this huge crowd with a speech. But the part I want to focus on right now is the part where he's quoting David from Psalm 16. I'm going to read you the end of that little snippet, and then I'm going to go back to the beginning of it. But in Acts 2.28, uh, he's quoting David, who says, You have shown me the way of life, and you fill me with the joy of your presence. It doesn't say he fills me with... Uh, all, like little things, right? Like like we think our joy, we have a great day. We had a great day because we made dinner and only one person at the table complained. Or we had a great day because we, we you know, knocked off everything on our to-do list. Or we had a great day because we didn't feel overwhelmed. Or we had a great day because so-and-so wasn't a jerk to us today. You know, like those things are things that we think give us joy, but those aren't. It's what is in us that gives, gives us joy. And it helps us handle all those other things. <laughs> now, granted, those can make days um, more enjoyable, but it's not where our joy comes from. If you back it up a couple of verses, um, Peter's quoting King David, who said, I see that the Lord is always with me, and I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Okay, just stop right there. Picture him. You're like, I can't picture God. I don't know what he looks like. And you probably don't sound that way either. <laughs> but when I sit down to read and pray every morning, if I picture Jesus sitting on the other end of the couch, like we have like an L shaped, and if I picture him sitting on the other side, like looking at me, man, it changes everything. How I think, how I talk, how I absorb the scripture, how I process it with him because he's right there. 
I just picture Jesus sitting there. Of course, I'm picturing him like the Bible story books have colored him. But either way, I'm he's there. And I picture that. So that verse says, I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises and my body rests in hope. Okay, first the whole thing about no wonder my heart is glad. Um, a few mornings ago, well, probably like a lot of us and a lot of mornings, I just woke up feeling um, anxious and unsettled. And then what do I do? I grab my phone while I'm still in bed and I read the news. Really brilliant choice, Netta. So I have to just choose. I have to choose. And a couple mornings ago, I chose when I was feeling that way to just start praising God to pray in the spirit and start praising God. And sometimes we're like so caught up in our own head that we can't even think of things to praise him for. So worship him for who he is. If you've been around me very long at all, you you know that I love what my teacher, Mrs. Judy Young, taught me back in middle school, back when we called it junior high, (laughs) to start listing names of Jesus or characteristics of Jesus that begin with each letter of the alphabet. So I did that. And you know what? Pretty soon my tongue was doing it, shouting those praises without even having to concentrate and think hard. It just happened. And at nighttime, when I lay my head on the pillow, I turn, I lay my my hand where Chili's going to lay. I'm always in bed before him. I start thanking God and listing things that I'm so thankful about Chili. And then it right away turns into praise for God. That verse again says in uh, Acts 28, or Acts 2, verse 28, you have shown me the way of life and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. If you've given your heart to Jesus, the Spirit's in you. But there's even more. Say, Jesus, I want more. I want more of your Spirit. Baptize me. Overflow out of me. And I want that joy. I want the joy of your presence. He's sitting next to you. He's walking next to you. He's constantly talking to us if we will listen. And Jesus, I pray over my friends listening that they will be so aware that you are with them, that their heart will be glad, and that they will be filled with the joy of your presence. And that is just a little piece of my heart.